right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Dharma Digs podcast, a podcast in pursuit of purposeful living. As always, I'm your host, Taylor Winchester, and I'm forever grateful that you've decided to stop by and take a little bit of time out of your day to stop in and tune into this podcast. So appreciate you being here as always. Uh, today, we've got another solo dig episode for you where we talk, uh, or we, I talk a little bit about uh, some things I'm learning recently, and we'll dive into that in a few minutes, but first, I want to take uh, a few seconds here to thank my most recent guest, Jason Jett, for being a part of this podcast. He was on last week's episode. Hopefully, you caught it. If you haven't, you should totally check that out. Uh, he just opened a new studio here in Charlotte called Grindhouse. Um, they're doing some really cool things, putting out some really great content. So go follow them on social media if you haven't already. And of course, I always shout out Leo Solis for lending me his tunes to, uh, use as the intro outro music for this podcast. So yeah, thanks as always, Leo. Um, a couple other exciting things in my world, as many of you know, I work in the music industry, obviously, and some of these conversations have taken a place around that, but, um, I'm excited to actually have some work again in the sense of, marketing shows. We uh, recently announced a show in partnership with Mountain Roots Management uh, here in North Carolina. I'm handling marketing for uh, the Van Hoy Revival Series, which is happening at old Van Hoy Farms up in uh, Harmony, North Carolina. It's just north of Statesville, about 40 minutes outside of Charlotte. Uh, There's some great history with that farm from the old time um, or the Union Grove Fiddlers Convention that happened there way back in the day. So there's really some cool things that'll be rolling out in the coming weeks. The show, uh, the first show that we've announced thus far is uh, actually April 23rd and 24th with the infamous String Dusters. Uh, features Sierra Hole and Justin Moses on Friday night, and then on Saturday the 24th, uh, the special guest will actually be the Traveling McCurry. So I'm stoked for that. Excited to be promoting it and working on it. Um, also, just announced this week actually a uh, a festival down in Charlotte or in Florida, and it's called in Lake Wells, Florida. It's called um, the Orange Blossom Review, and that is an exciting lineup. We got the Wood Brothers, Devin Gilfillian, Nikki Bloom, Hayes Carl. Uh, the steel driver so that's in december if you're into stuff like that you should check it out i'll have some info on my website um for you to for you to know where to go um but yeah so i'm i'm just excited to be feel like things are getting back to normal hopefully you're staying safe out there hopefully some of you are getting vaccinated and uh, making that decision to really help progress us back into some sense of normalcy when it comes to music and live uh entertainment but all right with that being said um one more note, I'll say next week's interview is going to feature my good friend here in Charlotte that I've made in the last couple of years, Mr. David Lee Arrington, uh, goes by Day Lee. And uh, that that exciting or that conversation is exciting for me to roll out because he's done some really cool things for the community of musicians and uh, really art and entertainers in general here in Charlotte as far as some of the equity across the the vast uh, world of all these different people that play in our sandbox of, of musicians. So um, stay tuned for that one. All right. So today's conversation um, with myself here and you as listeners is going to be around the word discernment. And in Sanskrit, which is uh, you've heard me talk about if you've listened to other episodes, uh, being that I'm diving into more of the Ayurveda, um, Ayurvedic approach to lifestyle and some of the whole health approach with meditation. Much of the medita- meditations typically incorporate some type of mantra, and usually that's a Sanskrit term. And so for uh, discernment, the Sanskrit term is viveka. And 
uh, the word for whatever reason has been popping up in in different books that I've been reading lately, um, quotes that I've seen people share. And so it really, uh, I'm, I'm reading this book called The Calling, and I don't even, I, I was looking back, but I remember it popping up and I couldn't find the exact quote uh, without reading the whole last like 40 pages that I read. But I, I just started thinking about that term. It, it started to pop up in my daily, not vocabulary per se, but in my, in those many thoughts that we all have, right? And just trying to, you know, I've heard the word used, but I've never really used it a lot myself. And when I did start doing some research on it, kind of, it, it got compared to the word uh, of judgment, which in our society, judging people or judging others or judging things can be, um, sometimes can be condemned or looked looked at as not so uh, valuable to our um, to our approach to life, I guess you could say. And so it just made me kind of contemplate it, in which that is the purpose of this podcast is to help others hopefully contemplate some things that we don't always talk about. And uh, I really started just doing some research on on the word discernment, looking it up, and and um, the the definition in the dictionary, dictionary that I found after a few quick Google searches is basically a, a very simple version is the ability to judge well. So discernment, the ability to judge well. So that was interesting to me to actually utilize the word judge within the definition of discernment when judging can be looked at as not necessarily the best thing to do when it comes to our uh, interthought patterns, I guess you could say. And um, what it also led me to realize is that actually the the word is used not only in spirituality and and, and kind of more of this um, Eastern philosophy meditative approach to life, but also in, in more of the, here in the Southeast, the, the Christianity religion side of things. I noticed that it gets used there quite a bit, and there was a lot of um, results that came up in Googling the term that led me down a religion kind of path uh, of research. And so another uh, definition in, in Christian context is the perception in the absence of judgment with a view to obtaining spiritual guidance and understanding. So I'll say that one more time for you. Um, discernment used in Christian context is perception in the absence of judgment with a view to obtaining spiritual guidance and understanding. And that one kind of stuck out to me again because I'm not, I don't really consider myself a, a super religious person. Um, I have, I have done and, and um, been involved in some different religious upbringings. So I have a little bit of background, but currently in the last, I'd say 15, 20 years, I've never, I've not really been the most religious of practitioners. Um, excuse me while I wet the whistle here. But it was interesting uh, that it has such a religious context to it in some ways. And I think something that, that comes up in my, when I think about religion and specifically kind of the the Christian Christian approach and, and a lot of what I grew up and a lot of my friends and, and kind of the culture around me being raised here in the Southeast was uh, a lot of religious context around the Bible and, and the scriptures and I think there's a ton of value in the scriptures, um, and I won't get into to kind of the issues that I have with it because there aren't really that many issues with the scriptures itself. It's more about, in some ways, it's 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 where I feel like we find ourselves currently in in uh, in the political and socioeconomic realm. There there seems to be in a lot of 
ways a bit um what is the word I'm looking for? Maybe hypocrisy in some ways, because it's easy to to say that we're being non-judgmental and that we're being perfect uh, spiritual practitioners or perfect religious followers of a certain uh, scripture. Um, but it just seems like if you look around, it's also very apparent that unfortunately there is a lot of, of judgment with um, not necessarily intent, but... Uh, also not much awareness or consciousness around that judgment. And that's something that I've been working on myself. And, and I don't, I don't claim that it's an easy thing. And I'm certainly a, a, no angel in that regards myself, but some of the interesting stuff, let's, let's talk a little bit about it. Let's unpack this. If, uh, if we, if we may here. So judgment, I feel like when I was researching it, it comes, can come as like a reaction and almost, uh, uh this duality approach of, the position we put ourselves in in relation to whatever it is we're judging. And that was a little eye-opening to me because, again, it comes back to consciousness and being aware and being more present in our moments and, and these finite moments that we have in this this great walk of life. And that's what I'm striving towards in this, this, this kind of new Ayurvedic uh, direction of philosophy that I'm going to. And so that was really interesting to me because the, the difference there is that while yes, you need a certain sense of, of judgment and, and relation to judgment to properly discern things, um, the real or the, the, the goal here is to not be judging in that uh, in that context. And I don't, hopefully I'm this is kind of making sense to you. Um, drop a note in the comment below if you're following me here and let me know what you what you think about this. But where it goes then to say that discernment is more about understanding and clarity with compassion around whatever it is in the moment. So whatever that awareness of that experience is that maybe you're making this decision, this true distinction between right or wrong or good or evil or whatever it may be. Um, and it's just, you know, that discern discernment between the real and the unreal, the self and the non-self, the permanent and the impermanent is something that kind of keeps coming up in, in my spiritual uh, seeking here of late. Because really what, what I'm hoping to do is find more peace within myself, but more awareness within the context of all of the, the crazy, chaotic things that happen in, in, within our senses. You know, the, the, the reality, I believe, is that there are way more things happening outside of these five senses that we have that we're not all, all in tune with. And I'm hoping to, to strive for more attunement with those as well. But, you know, I, th I think ultimately in order to, like, quiet the mind down um, and this is what I'm where I'm going with the meditative practice is to quiet the mind down to discern between you know when they say what is real or unreal is basically what is what is it, it can kind of be looked at as a priority is like what is needed and what is not needed within our life and if anything you can begin to detach yourself and move yourself away from the things that you that are not providing value in your life so that you can then put more focus, more conscious awareness around the things that are providing value. And how do we do that in a more um, cyclical, repetitive way? And not only in an effort to help ourselves, but also to lead by example and hopefully helping others. And that is something that I'm striving for. Um, and uh, I hope that you are too. You know, I hope that you are too. So let me read a couple of other little quotes here that I picked up in, when I was doing some reading and research. Um, another, this is a, a, an ancient Indian spiritual leader. I've came across this one that 
I thought was very relative to my practice at the moment and what I'm seeking, and maybe it will be to, for yours as well. But essentially, it's here it is. It's, we should not fret for what is past, nor should we be anxious about the future. For when we live with discernment, we deal only with the present moment. Um, and that is Shanaka. Shanaka. Don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Uh, I'm not great with some of these Vedic terms or Sanskrit terms and, and spellings yet, but um, I'll read it one more time. We should not fret for what is past, nor should we be anxious about the future. Men of discernment, or when we live with discernment, we deal only with the present moment. And I just love that quote because I want to become more and more engulfed in the here and the now and the be here now and living in this present moment and really um, understanding with some sense of clarity, with some uh, uh, enough compassion and loving awareness for those and, and all of the things around me to make the decisions and make a, a, a choice about how I'm going to approach my life with a sense of discernment, not judgment, but a detachment from judging things but really with um, the conscious awareness of how my decision is going to not only impact myself, but impact everything around me. Because in the end, we are all a part of this divine oneness and amazingness that uh, that is consciousness. So um, one more thing that I read that I'll share with you. Um, and if you're following along, I mean, I've, I've tell people this all the time, you know, and I'll say it probably again at the end of this episode, you know, I would love for you to like, share and, and, and follow along, uh, as far as depending on the platform you, you digest this content. But, um, but also if you're on YouTube, like hit that like button below, uh, the thumbs up, give me a thumbs up and, and subscribe because that really helps me reach more people. And, uh, you know, if you find any value in this, hopefully then you would be willing to share it and try and, uh, and assume that other people can find value. Um, I am finding value in the, in the accountability that this podcast has brought me into exploring and learning more. I was just having this conversation last night, um, with a buddy of mine and, you know, this has just been a great, great, uh, experiment for me to stay true to my path of seeking better understanding, seeking more enlightenment. And, uh, hopefully you're, you're gaining some value out of that too, but um, okay, so real quick, one more thing that I want to read in rela- relation to the term discernment. Um, so the outer distinctions, the right or wrong, the pleasant or unpleasant, those are things that we attribute to things, but they aren't that true nature of whatever it is. So let's try and come up with an example. Um, you know, you're having a conversation with somebody and maybe they make a statement or, or maybe you're just, you're not even in the conversation, you're overhearing a conversation and then you automatically begin to judge somebody that's sitting next to you at the bar, um, as they're having a conversation about whatever it may be. It could be, they'll just assume they're gossiping about another, another couple of people. And it's really easy for us to all of a sudden quickly want to judge them based on the conversation that they're happening. First of all, obviously, we don't know the full context of, of those stories. But secondly, I would say what I'm, what I think is is more important is realizing and remembering that because they're engaging in what could be considered gossip or could be considered drama, um, melodramas, what have you. The reality is, is that that's not their true essence. That is not when it, when things are all said and done deep down inside, there is a being there that is not truly that type of a being. So how do we, 
how do we acknowledge that that there are certain things happening but remember that 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 true essence isn't always what is pushing those things out and discerning between those two things will make you as a person that's listening in and eavesdropping a little bit hopefully not be so quick to judge or so quick to condemn someone else about those things but to realize that you know we're all guilty of these things we all do certain things that that maybe we shouldn't say things that we shouldn't but how do we ultimately become more aware of those things and the only way to do that is to turn inward and work on transitioning yourself into a a, a better more conscious more aware being and um so I've loved really looking into this this kind of concept of discernment, feeling more in uh, in line with a what it means when I read it in a sentence, but truly also being able to apply it in my day to day life, and that's what made me want to share it with you. So um, that's all I really got for today, folks. I appreciate you stopping by and tuning in. I uh, would love to hear kind of maybe if you're familiar with the word, what you would uh, what you would define it as or how maybe it's played a role in your life. So if you have time, drop me a comment in the video below or on this Instagram um, feed if you're watching it there. But yeah, thank you for being here. As I mentioned, stay tuned for next week's episode with Day Lee. It's going to be a fun one, especially if you're in tune at all with the Charlotte music scene and some of the stuff he's doing. You'll be uh, stoked to hear about all of that. Otherwise, I hope you all uh, live with intention. You carry this love and light within you out to others. Uh, tell the truth and love everyone. That's what uh, Ram Das, I've, I've learned from him and his guru is the best way to approach things is to tell the truth and love everyone. So hopefully we can all begin to do that more regularly. And uh, other than that, folks, tune in again next week. Drop me a comment, a review, and a follow if you haven't already. I love you all. Love and light. Namaste. Thank you for being here. Enjoy your day.